Season two of the Patent JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. As we record this, it's hot outside, but it's not. <laughs> but it's not like I don't know if my my skin's getting thinner or what. But like ninety seems like not ninety like it did last year. Ninety seems like hundred and four. <laughs> Like this year, because like it was just 90 over this past weekend when we had Bennett's graduation party and yeah. it seemed like it was, mis- it wasn't even humid, but it just yeah. seemed so freaking hot. And I looked at my weather bug or whatever and said, <laughs> 91 feels like 87, but I'm like, geez, mm, so hot. Not the 87 I remember. I'm right? sorry. Yeah. No, I, and, and the weird thing is, is all last week, it was the same temperature here as it was where I was. Oh, and Cozumel? Yeah. yeah. But same temperature all big, week. Big, big, diff- big uh, scenery change for you. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the water much was the welcome. Same. Just just seeing the water, that's just so... It's, and it's weird how some people are drawn to water, some people are drawn to the mountains. Mm-hmm. Some people, mm-hmm. like Clay Anderson's drawn to space, yeah. right? And some people are drawn, you know, to earth or whatever. And it's it's just kind of weird. But yeah, the water, yeah, that it's does... Just it. sitting that's there, it's me. Nice. Yeah. yeah, it's like just hearing the water. And it, what's really interesting, too, <laughs> short story, but when you're sitting... I was sitting outside and it was like six in the morning and they had the buffets open. Nobody else was out there. Everybody was. I was like, seriously, I'm. I'm never the first one up. Are you kidding me? And so I got my breakfast and I go out and eat, out by myself, where you can look out over the ocean or, or over that causeway. I guess it's like 12 miles wide between the island and Can- Cancun. Okay. And there's not a ship in sight at that time, and the water's just lapping up against the Super rocks. Super calm. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it starts really coming in, little white caps, and then it settles down again. And I'm like. It's like, where did that come from? You know what? It's like mm-hmm. something disturbed the water somewhere and oh, the ripple effect. And here we go. Giants, no! whatever your conspiracy <laughs> no, theories are. I wasn't going to go there. Russian, but I'm like, whatever. You, know, you wonder how long the ripple effect, how far does that go? You know, it's when, when something like when a boat or a ship oh, goes yeah. through yeah. the ocean, how far do those waves Probably forever, right? Until, until it hit they something? Hit, a, hit an island yeah. right? or yeah. hit something. But yeah, it would just all of a sudden it'd get real active and then yeah. it'd calm back down again. Yes. I'm sure those the waves yeah, go forever yeah. until yeah, until it hits something. Yeah, because I told you the one point in the island, the southwest corner, southeast corner, you look straight southeast. The next piece of land was Colombia mm. on the map. Yeah, Whoa. there was nothing in between there in South America. Yeah, so just ocean, which is just crazy. It's weird. Yeah. So anyway, all right. So Nick is back with us too. Yes. Yeah, hello, fact everyone. Fact checker. Yeah. Two days in a row. Bum, right. Bum, bum. All right. So the story this the story caught my attention this weekend. Uh, Ellie Kemper, who, if you remember, she was, I, I, rem- I know her from The Office. She played Aaron, the temporary secretary. Who lasted for five seasons. Right? Yeah, yeah, she was yes, supposed yes. to come in for and like In my opinion, episodes. like the uh, two, one of the two funniest people on that show. Without she, a doubt. Absolutely. Usually when somebody mid-series, you add a character, it's like, eh, whatever. Not. She was the best addition to any TV mm-hmm. show in decades. Hilarious. She was, and and she, she even describes Aaron as an exaggerated version of herself. They, 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 they intended for that character to be a little more abrasive and sarcastic, mm-hmm. but the way she is just kind of came through. And so they decided to, okay, let's go with it. Let's make it far. So, let's just really exaggerate. It her was a good call. And in, in her in, in re- ridiculous niceness and always happy and always sees the good side of everything, you know, just that kind of thing. So that's where she ended up being, but she was on a lot of other TV shows as well. Yeah, um, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is another one. Yes, yes. And I never really watched that one. Um, and I think uh, what was the other one? Boy Meets World. She was, was on Bridesmaids. Bridesmaids is what her Wikipedia says. Oh yeah, you don't have you seen Bridesmaids? Oh yeah, I love Bridesmaids. Oh yeah, she was in yeah. that. Yeah, she's one of the um, main. Uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Oh my gosh, yeah. The Secret Life Life of Pets Two. 
Okay, Ooh, she's, well, she's had quite a career. I, I, doing great. Yeah. Right? So this weekend, or this last week, I guess, um, she got called out because at some point she was crowned the queen of some ball, a debutante ball type thing. And it's called the Veiled Prophet Ball. I'm like, oh, that sounds... very. It sounds very creepy. That Cri- sounds weird. Cryptic and yeah. weird. So then I had to start looking into this and finding out what the what the deal was and what, what Most people just say, about. oh, that's weird, and move on to their life. <laughs> yeah. Jill's like, oh, that's weird. I'm going to dig in for 472 <laughs> yeah. straight hours and find out where these people were born and all this I stuff. I want to know everything. I did not know she was born in Kansas City. And oh, she moved when know. she was five. They moved to St. Louis. And in St. Louis is where the Veiled Prophet Ball is. So the Veiled Prophet Ball... And I, so I'm looking into that, and I'm like, what is this? And it, it, literally, there is a veiled prophet at the veiled prophet ball. And the veiled prophet then crowns the queen of whatever they call I think love and something. I don't know what it was, but she was 19 when she was crowned. Nobody knows who the veiled prophet is at each year's ball. Okay. He gets to choose who's going to be the queen. And then all the queens, the debutantes, or not queens, the debutantes are daughters of businessmen. And her dad, I think, was the... CEO of a bank, which is uh, still yeah, big bank adds in, to the creepiness, Saint, right? Like, does it say yeah. what they were? Was it did they have like an application, or was it based on hotness, or like what were they? They were invited. Like? They would get invited, and and no, That's even and, creepier. and even, even the invitation process is shrouded in secrecy. Of how I would never let my daughter chosen. be in that ever. Just just from the creepy, <laughs> just like no but, way. Yeah. But I started looking. I'm like, and and no offense if anybody's a member of this, but I'm like, is this like the Knights of Exarbon? Because the Knights of like Exarbon has their their debutante ball. They used to. I think they quit. Do I, I don't think they That's still the do it. That's the Exarbon ball, right? The Exarbon coronation, yeah. which is the debutante ball. It used to be just debutantes, but they have pages. It used to be in the paper. Um, I remember, oh, like even like yeah. when we were on the radio, the, like ten years ago, it was in the paper. Every one of the girls that was a debutante, it was pages and pages. Mm-hmm. But they were all the children of business people. Yeah, that were prominent in the community, and it's like that was your reward. Okay, your your daughter gets to be a debutante, you know, and now your and your son is a page, and we're gonna bring. Now the sons couldn't be kings because the kings were always one of the businessmen. Very is, old. I remember because it was a very old king, and then the queen would be like a nineteen, uncomfortably yes. young. Yeah, so weird. Yeah, yes. right. And would they dance? I don't think they did. I don't. I haven't been the ball. I didn't go to the ball. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not looking at a debutante. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can promise you. Can you know. write that down? That's, That's the title. Of the yeah. yeah, you're not no, looking at a debutante here. No, no, no insider debutante. information. Yeah. I can promise you. So I'm yeah. just, I'm just going off rumor and conjecture. But anyway, <laughs> so I, I got looking into a little bit further because you remember that was the, 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 what was it called? The Quivera. What was Quivera? Queen of Quivera. Yeah, it was. That was the, that was the imaginary elusive uh, location, which actually was Nebraska. But, but it was, they called it Quivera, and it was this imaginary, it's like Oz, whatever. That is so but weird. the reason why they first started doing it, so then, then you have to go back further. So it's in the 1800s when they first started doing this, I believe. Um, maybe early, but um, it's reminiscent of Mardi Gras, right? And mm-hmm. and when it first started, the people from Omaha were having a tough time. It was in the, it was in, I think it was in the 1800s, but things were, things were rough here. And they were trying to keep the state fair in Omaha because... Mm-hmm. The capital was in Lincoln, and Lincoln had the university, mm-hmm. and they were afraid. Omaha was afraid everything was going to go there, or everything was going to Kansas City. And Omaha was struggling to stay relevant, and so they were trying to keep the state fair here in Omaha. So they needed something bigger to do because everybody would come for the state fair, and they would take their their trains or their horse drawn wagons or whatever, and families would come into town for the state fair, which was generally just like a show for farmers. Mm-hmm. 
and there was nowhere to stay. There was no place to eat. There was nothing. And so the wives and kids are just like. It was terrible time. It was terrible. And then, and then they just wanted to get the hell out of town and go yeah. back home to outstate Nebraska, which totally understand. So Omaha is like, we got to do something. We got to come up with something more. Which time period are we talking I about? I think it was in the 1800s, but you might look up Knights of Exarban. Because uh, the uh, Omaha. Mardi Gras. Omaha had a World's Fair. Did you know that? Yes, Omaha yeah. did have a World's Fair. In 1898. Fair. That's what we, because it sounds like a similar like. I'm, it was I'm, along that same, and it might have been right before or right after, but see, see if you can find it. Because I know it was in that same, and it's kind of a cloud there because. That Your was search history is messed up, by the way, the last <laughs> couple days. It is just all over the map. So Exarban is Nebraska spelled backwards. Yes. How do yeah. you spell they, you Nebraska know, backwards? You know why they Exarban. did that? The reason, why, <laughs> the reason why they did that was because things were so backwards at the time. One of the guys is, being, is credited with coming up with, we should just name it. It's Our brilliant. state spelled backwards and hyphenated. That's how they came up with Exarban That's because brilliant. things were so backwards at the time. So mm-hmm. it started in 1895. There we go. And for a reference point, the World's Fair was in 1898, so three years later. Three years later. Okay. So they were trying to come up with a way to attract more people here. And so literally they sent a, a group of uh, men to Mardi Gras to buy floats. Because the Mardi Gras float makers were in New Orleans. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Right, so right. They wanted to Makes get... sense. So did the people in St. Louis. They did the same thing because they were trying to create that same type of party atmosphere when they were trying to, that veiled profit mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But it was meant to drive business is what it was meant to do. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to help drive business. They were trying to bring people to Omaha. They were trying to help uh, increase, really pad the pockets or line the pockets of the business people that were in Omaha. Which makes they were sense. Trying to it do. makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. And and to this day, that's still these are all the most prominent business people that mm-hmm. are on the okay, Knights of yeah. committees or or members, and they're trying to promote Omaha. Is what they're trying to do. It's just it's it it got cuckoo. Yeah, and so um and that's what the veiled profit thing. Then then the reward was for the families. You would have the daughters and sons would be featured. In, Which I get that balls. it's like the next the next generation of business owners or whatever I get it but like you said it got got cuckoo went sideways when somebody like suggested the veiled prophet and the, I'm gonna pick your You're daughter right. as the queen but and the veiled prophet so creepy the outfit was very was very much like the KKK white hood and robes but they started wearing that before the KKK was wearing it okay so it wasn't because of the KKK that they wore that. But when you see it, that's the first thing you see. Sure. Think. Oh, that's all you see. When that's you see you that see. mask on anything, it's, yeah, that's what you that. think. Yeah, here's a picture. That's the first yeah. thing I did was Google a veiled prophet. And it's less KKK-y. Like, I can it's see. Very, like, like hidden pope. It is, yeah, it's right? hidden pope. It's way more hey, hidden pope. Hidden that's pope. a good way to describe but that it. Was- <laughs> 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 masked pope. Mas- yes. The masked pope. That's a new TV show. Yeah. We're going to yeah. have the masked pope. Yeah. Who's under the mask? This is so creepy. Isn't it weird? Yeah, so, it weird. anyway, you know, when, once you start looking at the beginnings of this stuff, and it was very similar to what Omaha had done with the Knights of Exarban and his philanthropic duties and trying to promote the city. That's the same thing that that one was. And so she, Ellie, being crowned queen when she was 19, which how old is she now? Hold on. I'm, oh, she's probably I, have, so I have that up. up. I have that up. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> Fact checker. I have to pass. If, if she, it, has she then, because I knew this was going on, mm-hmm. but I haven't d- done a lot of research on her or even read about, <laughs> about know, it. That's but fine. <laughs> is it, has she been canceled or is she, I saw her apology on Instagram. I read it. Okay, so is everybody moving past this now, or is she done? There's, there's. I think we're getting to that place where cancel is not happening. Well, I would hope so. I think yeah. we're finally getting to that place where enough people are like, this, enough of this. Yeah. Just stop. And enough people have come out in her support, in support of her, from all different paths, 
Like it's not just one side or the other that's supporting her. Yeah. I, we're seeing support from her come across. Uh, 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 they're reaching across the aisle, so to right. speak. Right. Yeah. That people are like, no. Good. We're, I'm we're glad. Done. And we'll see. We're we'll, done. If the evidence, if we need, if somebody needs to be canceled, we'll come to like the Kevin Spacey's of the world. We'll come to the top because nobody comes to defend them. They're just absolute dirtbags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when something like this makes a mistake, not even makes a mistake, 19. does something when they're 19. She's and, 41 now. Okay. So <laughs> almost 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Years and ago. I hope that I'm not held to something I did 20 years ago. Oh, God. You know, because yeah. I don't even know what I did, but I guarantee you, I, I, I'm not that same it, person, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I felt bad for her trying to, trying to formulate that. That apology mm-hmm. to say, I'm so sorry that I was involved with this organization that clearly, because it was a bunch of white guys. It, it yeah. was a bunch of white guys. Same here in Omaha. It was yeah. a bunch yeah. of white guys. Yeah. And, and, and you look at the pages of the debutantes and it was just like, mm-hmm. you know, but, but if you're in that, that if, that if you are a white daughter in a mm-hmm. white family and your white family has white friends and that's your that's circle, your, that's your circle. Like you, you can't go back and, ex- and explain mm-hmm. that away 20 years later. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's just the circle I was in. You know, it doesn't mean that I, I didn't chose have it. friends of, of color. I, it did, right. yeah, it's not like I chose yeah. it, just what I was doing. Yeah. 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 And I guess being an ally today is more important than like what you, like, I, is she, well, uh, women portrayed in media has been a big topic in the past 10 years, and she is a very good example of a success in that. Exactly. Um, a great, a great role model. Yeah, a great role model um, and yeah. like broke barriers and um, mm-hmm. that will continue to be like an emphasis. And like, I guess that work today is way more important than like, oh, you did this thing when you were 19. And you got to wonder. Dad, how do you do this thing? Exactly. Right? That's yeah. more of it. Yeah. And so I'm wondering who did some digging Yeah. and decided, oh, Ellie Kemper. Especially now, since she's been uh, right relevant for, years later, and she's been relevant for the last decade. Like everybody knows, who she, why all yeah. of a sudden now? And you go through the list of people who the women that were that held that title. Um, if you look up Veiled Prophet under go into uh, Wikipedia, the Veiled Prophet thing that it, it explains it, and then it shows all the women that have held that mm-hmm. title. And there's you'll recognize names because uh, obviously the Bush name is in there. Because, you know, that's Missouri. Um, And there's a couple there. But there are other names that you'll recognize as well. That's just, that was just what they did. And it was kind of like their own way of, uh, you're right, the next generation, bringing them out, introducing them to the community. That's what the debutante ball always was, was an introduction to the community from the people that. It's basically like a jazzed up, um, what do you call the chamber? It is. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. it's the people that own the big businesses in town getting in front of people. Yeah. It's just a kind of a creepy way to involve your kids. But it's, yeah. It, yeah, it's turned into mm-hmm. this kind of, okay, I think we need to stop doing this. Yeah. No, this is not a good look. I don't know that they still, and I'm wondering, because obviously they didn't have one last year because of COVID. That'd be, if they hadn't already stopped, that'd be a good time to just call just it. Just let it go. I don't think you're going to have people saying, hey, where is that ball? And every year then they'd have the committees, right? And so then the wives were the, on the committees that would put together the ball. Right? right, so you had one who put together the advertising. It's just like this big food, incestual with, sort of pool. Oh my goodness! So weird. Yes, but they and without a doubt, philanthropically, yes, they do some great things for this community. But that's all people see is the six-page spread in the in the paper that shows eighteen pages of or whatever right. of mm-hmm. these debutantes and their pages and their and when I say pages, I'm talking the little boys. Yeah. Um, that are going to be the escorts, right? That are with the debutante. It's crazy. And the the hidden pope that's picking yeah. the yeah. and the, yeah. the, the veiled prophet. Yeah. Veiled prophet is kind of creepy, but Mardi Gras is kind of creepy too. Oh, Mardi Gras is one hundred percent creepy <laughs> from day one. That's why I think it turned into a big, huge drinking event because people it's so creepy. You just go down and get popped because yeah. if you really took it for what it is, it's super creepy. Yeah. So, but they all went down. I think that's just so fascinating that it really was happening at about the same time 
that they had gone to Mardi Gras because they wanted that same, those, those floats. Yeah. They wanted something to be celebrated. And then as it turns out, of course, the State Fair does go to Lincoln. Yeah. Um, from Omaha. Yeah. Right. And then we and get so the World Fair, World's Fair three years World's later. World's Fair, then yeah. three years later. And then the State Fair goes on out too. Speaking Grand of Island. World's Fair, yeah. can you find out what like the big technology uh, explode? Yeah. Like what, what was, was the, the big, big reveal? What was the big reveal? Yeah. What in was the, the 19, what, 80, yeah. 1898? Yeah. 1898. Yeah. What was the draw for the World's Fair that year? Because like there, some of the cities, man, some of the pictures from the World's Fair, that's just, I want, where did they hold it? It's the other thing too. It's like, where did they put this? I, and I don't remember. I had seen something I too. I've, when I've they seen were... it before. We, ha- I, I've seen. I don't remember if I did a paper on it or something when I was in school. But I remember that they. <laughs> I remember doing so reading about it. I I took a fiction writing class in college, and the professor wrote a fictionalized like a historical fictionalized novel based in the World's Fair. And the thing that I thought was really cool and sick with me was they created this like 2,000-foot lagoon. It was like a river, and then they lined it with like, it was like, uh, um, have you ever been to the Venetian in Vegas? Mm-hmm. It oh, was yes. like that. For like 2,000 feet in Omaha, they made this like. So is that is that what then became this the Gene Leahy Mall, that, that was... lagoon area? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's a lagoon. <laughs> it was the Trans-Mississippi the International Air Exposition, Exposition, and it lasted from June to November in 1898, showcasing the development of the entire West from the Mississippi River to the Pacific Coast. Indian Congress was held concurrently. Hmm. Interesting. Indian over Con- Almost like two and a half million, over two and a half million people came to Omaha to see over 4,000 exhibits. That were there. This is kind of two million people attended. Is that what you? Two point six million. Yeah, two point six million came to Omaha to view over four thousand exhibits during the five months, and um, then they had over a hundred thousand people assembled on the plaza to hear the speakers, which with no speak with no PA system would be terrible. I don't know how they. (laughs) I mean, that'd be awful. (laughs) The expo stretched over one hundred eighty acres in North Omaha. 2,000-foot-long lagoon encircled by 21 buildings that featured fine and modern products from around the world. Remember when we were talking to um, Sassy, the the North Omaha? Oh, yeah. What's his first name? I can't I say his first name. He's fascinating because he knows all these stories. I remember him talking about this, and he can point out the locations. Uh, Coons Park would be that area where this was, this 180 acres where they put, where they built all this. President William McKinley was the president, or yeah, he was president, president. at the time. Spoke. And spoke, yeah, spoke on um, internet, the... Internet? No, international <laughs> affairs. <laughs> international <laughs> affairs. Okay. And, uh, and like not being an isolationist. Okay. And out here in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, the current site of Coons Park. That's where this all took place. Look at us so getting that. See, you're, yeah. you're, you're flexing your research Change muscle Change the today. description of this podcast. That's it's right. now a historical podcast. That's right. <laughs> Tune in get, for get your Get rid of Omaha. the I ain't no debutante or whatever uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah right? Yeah. That's, yeah. See, that's where Ellie, Co- Ellie Kemper took us. Man. Right? That was kind of fun. That was legit. That okay. was fun. See, that's like. See, that's, now I understand. I, I like getting the Cliff's Notes versions of these stories, but I could not sit down and research like you did. So I, that's why. That's, <laughs> well, see that this is kind of what value. I want to do for my podcast. You need to just do is it. Is this right? This yeah. is the kind of the kind of stuff that I want to do. Let's take a dive, right? Yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. If okay. you're looking for a co-host, Jill, I, you see, know what? I need researcher. a fact checker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You just need to show. You just need to. Record. I just need to start recording. You just need to turn the microphone on and start recording. Let's let's get after this. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, yeah. We should have a little meeting after, maybe. Okay, after sounds this. good. A little pre-production <laughs> meeting. Let's do it. Pre-pre-production. I yeah. think we're I think we're almost there. We've been talking about this for a year now. Oh, since yeah, almost exactly a year actually. Uh, all right, thank yep. you guys okay. for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Come on!
Media Production.